Welcome everybody to Me Powered with Rhonda and happy International Women's Day to all my beautiful sisters and goddesses and badasses across the entire country. Today we are joined with my good friend Fiona. She's getting herself uh, situated over there. Uh, she is joining us live from London. Fiona say we'll, we'll be back in a second to get her on. Before we get started, I would like for you to tell you guys how you can tune in because this show is growing, guys. We're on every single platform you can think of. So Lady J, let them know how they can tune in. All right. If this is your first time tuning into the show or to JQLM radio, and you would like to share with your family, friends, and followers on all the different ways that they can tune in, be sure to tell them to download the JQLM radio app on their Apple or Android devices. You can also listen live to JQLM radio 24 seven, 365 via streamer, Amazon, Alexa, tune in app, and a host of other platforms of which you can find on our website, where you can also listen live at egoentertainmentnet.com. Be sure to follow sure us to follow. on social media. We do follow back. You can connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at JQLM Radio or EgoEntNet for Ego Entertainment Network. That's E-G-O-E-N-T-N-E-T. -E -E you can also connect with us on LinkedIn at Ego Entertainment Network. Don't forget, Don't forget. to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Ego TV Network, youtube.com forward slash Ego TV Network. All right. And to join, to follow me, you can follow me on all of my platforms as well. Uh, Facebook, LinkedIn. Uh, there we go. At Rhonda L. Thompson uh, or Me Powered, Me Powered, Me Dot Powered or uh, Me Powered Co is the new website that's coming. And we will be up with that shortly. So now we are ready to get going with this show. So I would love to welcome my very good friend, Fiona Small. And she is joining us live from London, UK. How are you, Fiona? Hey, Rhonda. I'm doing good. How are you? I am doing great. Uh, you look beautiful, as always. Thank you. Happy International <laughs> Women's Day. And same to you. Happy International Women's Day to you too. Thank you so much. Now, before we get started, we have a funny little story, okay? I was supposed to be in London this weekend. However, yeah. I was sick all week. I got COVID and I'm finally better, but you know, everything worked out the way that it was supposed to, and I didn't want to um risk it. Well, I couldn't travel anyway. So, but that's okay, because that just means that. At another time, we'll get to go to London's, but you are live in London right now and you are five hours ahead of us, right? So what time is it there right now? So it is precisely 11.05 p.m. Okay, okay, great. Well, um, thank you so much for sacrificing. I know this is, you said, what, your third uh, production today? You are definitely in demand and um, I just thank you for being here today and uh and if it wasn't for you last year you're the one that told me about international women's day because we had our very first summit and it was wonderful we had uh, a total of seven of us from all different countries on at the same time and that was a partnership between you and i that we pulled that off so thank you for that 
that's okay. It was amazing. When, when you think about all of the, I'm sure we had a lady from Dubai, Australia. Mm -hmm. We had, where was the other uh, lady Uganda. from? Uganda. Edlin was Uganda. from Uganda. Sophie was from Australia. Ilona was from, uh, well, Russia slash Georgia Republic. Um, yeah. Bell, Bella, she was from Texas. You were from London. And uh, Sarik was, yeah, she was from Dubai. And I believe that was everybody. <clears throat> yeah, so it was it was uh, fantastic. It was just incredible. Definitely. And we certainly repped international, didn't we? Yes, <laughs> we sure did. We sure did. We're still repping international tonight. We got <laughs> London and we got US. So we're still doing the international thing today. Um, and uh, I actually had a interesting comment. I just looked at my um, posts, you know, and somebody, and, and I responded to it politely, but I just want to, I just want to start it off with this because this kind of shook me a little bit. Okay. So, um, all right. So what they said, cause I did a post, you know, cause now this year's theme, um, before we get into that, this year's theme for international women's day is, um, break the bias and yeah. everybody is doing posts today with their hands crossed to like break the bias. So I did one and I did a post and I had women behind me and stuff like that. You know, I was pitching in, doing my thing, getting all participating and everything. Very happy, very proud. And, you know, I, I wrote a little blurb about how, you know, women were um, still fighting for gender equality. You know, we're not paid as much as men, even though our talents and our gifts and, and our work ethic is, equal in a lot of cases and sometimes surpassed, but we're just not recognized in the, the workplace that way. Well, I had a comment and I'm not saying this in a negative way because I'm acknowledging it um, that came that said more men are killed in war than women. More men in are in prison than women. How equal do we want to be? I was like, wow. okay, but, but I responded politically correct. And I was yep. like, okay, those are great topics of discussion. I always mm -hmm. honor our men and our kings, but tonight we're focusing on the theme of International Women's Day. So just wanted that person to know that I did see your comment and I appreciate your comment. And that is a topic for another day, but this is Women's History Month. And today specifically is International Women's Day. So that's what we're gonna talk about and we're gonna celebrate. And so that's why we're here. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's about honouring women. And I would say to that comment for whoever had sent you that, just do some research on where International Women's Day actually came from yeah. and originated from and look at some of the stats because the stats are there and they don't lie. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, April is on. She said she finally caught on, caught up with me. Fantastic. Welcome, April. And welcome everybody who's tuning in from all around the globe today. Um, all right, so Fiona, um, I would love to just give a little bit of background about you and how we came to be. And, um, you know, you and I are partners now, but you are the CEO and the founder of Young Mums Support Network, which is a fantastic organization in London. And tell a little bit about what you do there and how and why you created that. 
Okay, so thank you, Rhonda. So Young Mum Support Network is a community interest company. So you guys would reference that as a non-profit. We mm. provide support programs, bespoke programs for mums across London, ranging from financial advice, supporting mums with mental health and well-being. We support mums with cooking, those mm. that want to get back into work, those that just need some strategies and tips around managing children's behaviour. As you know, Rhonda, these children do not come with manuals. No. No, they do not. <laughs> guides. We literally are just trying to help each other. And what we've designed is a very, very unique parenting package for mums who are quite isolated and just need a network because everybody I always say to people that we need our support networks especially when raising children I'm a mother of two I've got a 17 year old and a 10 year old Mm -hmm. and you know it comes with its challenges it comes with its highs and lows and there is such a need for support so we've designed a range of programs a lot of our services are very much led by the mum so Mm -hmm. it could be housing issues it could be stuff around domestic violence it could be stuff just wanting to have access to other mums to just be able to have high level mum conversations even if it's just to compare and say is your child doing your head in just like mine's you know it's okay sometimes for us as mums who are juggling a range of different things to just be able to speak to another mother and just say look this is what I've got going on so we've provided that we often use like over here we have what's called children centers and family Mm -hmm. centers so a lot of our programs are based there because they have all of the facilities from kitchens to outdoor spaces to safe areas for children to play in and what's beautiful about when you see mums coming together is the connections that are made. You know, right. we do creative programs. We've got a sewing program going. Mm-hmm. We've recently done a beautiful arts program where these mothers created out of like recyclable material mm-hmm. um, animal heads. Like when oh, wow. we started that program, we had a facilitator who her organization is called um, Arts Against Abuse. She's mm-hmm. done some amazing work, a lady named Imogen. And when I remember when we started the program, Rhonda, I was thinking, how are these like these plastics and rubbish really going to turn into something? But Mm -hmm. what produced at the end was just phenomenal. And these mums, the first time that they've actually done like creative programs. So we just allow mums to really express, to feel free to in a safe space, Mm -hmm. to network, connect with other mums. That's fantastic. And your organization is so wonderful and it's it's so profound, the work that you're doing over there, because one thing that um, I found very unique and the reason that I I was so honored to partner with you with that Mm -hmm. is because um, in London now, everybody. Well, even here, you know, if you are a single mom, there's sometimes that's a badge of honor. Sometimes it's not. But Mm -hmm. in London, the way you are treated if you are a young mother who is not wed is disgraceful. And um, talk about that a little bit, because there's a certain terminology for that that adds a stigma that people may not be aware of over here. Yeah, there is a massive stigma. I think single mothers on a whole, mm-hmm. you know, um, there is this kind of if you don't have a husband and if you're not married and if you're not kind of living your best life, what social mm-hmm. media showcases us that right. that's how the perfect world looks when you are raising children alone and, you know, kind of layered onto being a single mother. Oftentimes you think about a young mum who 
depends on what their start has been. We work with mothers who have come out of the care system. Mm -hmm. Some of them haven't been parented or nurtured early in their kind of like younger years. So a lot of them are either looking for somebody to love or they've mm -hmm. fallen into relationships that are a bit unhealthy. Mm -hmm. yeah. Byproduct is a child. And society will deem them as like, oh, my gosh, you've fallen pregnant and, you know, the world and your life has ended now. When no, mm -hmm. it's not. A lot of time these mothers just need even just coaching and mentoring mm -hmm. and somebody yeah. to say, you know what, you will be all right. This child yeah. will grow. You can nurture <laughs> them. the abilities. You have the skills because sometimes it's like the responsibilities that come with, as you know, mm -hmm. raising children especially first time moms, oh, yeah. moms, you don't know what to expect. And if mm -hmm. everybody has, you know, kind of already put a negative association to being a young mum, mm -hmm. then it can make that burden feel extremely heavy. Yeah. And, and um, society actually over there, the society actually um, categorizes them differently and treats them differently, you know, yeah, and, um, differently, definitely. Yeah. And, it, and it's quite hard because, you know, mm -hmm. it depends on where you're starting. If you're not in like secure accommodation and you right. haven't found your feet or you, you still might still be in school and you've right. fallen pregnant and then all of the stigma that comes alongside of that and managing all that peer pressure, there's a lot of stress that can come with being a young mum, especially teenage yeah. mothers. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and, and I've got five children. They're adults now. And you know that. And there, you and I have had many conversations because all of mine are adults. And uh, you yeah. and I have talked several times and you're like, Rhonda, I don't know what to do. I'm like, it's going to be OK. I promise you this is this is exactly what's happening. I can tell you what's going to happen next <laughs> or that's give you an idea. And that's one of the benefits of women working together and supporting each other and collectively collaborating because um, you know, we, we can learn from each other from one's experience and it doesn't matter what your age is. It doesn't matter what your ethnicity is. You know, as women, we share a common bond that we're all women, which is That's what I love about women's month and especially today, international women's uh, day, because it celebrates just being a woman and, you know, and everything that comes with that. So, you know, there is no specific group it's we're all connected just because we're women. And a lot of times we forget that, you know, we because women are brought up. You know, it took me a long time to have good relationships with women. I'm going to be honest. Um, yeah. Growing up, I did not have a lot of girlfriends um, or so I thought. Now uh, I find out, you know, years later, you know how your Facebook, your high school friends look you up on Facebook. And I've yeah. had so many people say, Rhonda, I used to look up to you in school. I'm like, what? Yeah. When? Because I didn't know that. You know? <laughs> and, um... So true. And it's funny you say that because even like mm -hmm. the, the forum I was just on just before joining here, mm -hmm. um, we were talking about that. And I think sometimes it is that kind of not knowing how to even interact with other women. And this is these are the things that when we really think about, you know, female empowerment and women lifting up women and us really kind of cheerleading, like when you win, we win, everybody wants to win. And I think it's important to recognise sometimes it's those little voices in our head that tell us those lies. You know, sometimes we're still discovering ourselves, we're still trying to find ourselves when we will have our own, like, you know, hookups about things that 
don't even exist at times but it's just yeah. sometimes it's the way the mind works so I think we are I still think we've got a long way to go if I'm to be honest I don't think we're all there but there seems to be a massive massive movement of really women wanting to celebrate mm -hmm. uplift and empower other women and that's fundamentally important yeah and I agree with you there's like this sisterhood movement going on right now and um, there's less competition. I'm not going to say the competition is gone, but you know, we're, we're, we're now beginning to accept our bodies and not try to look like every other video girl that doesn't exist anyway, or that was surgically made. Um, you know, we're celebrating our rolls, our lumps, our bumps, our stretch marks, and, and it's okay, you know, and um, we're starting to I believe as a sisterhood recognize the beauty and the expertise in, in another woman where before it wasn't really okay to say you are beautiful today, you know, um, and we're, we're being able to celebrate another woman without fear of you're going to take my spot or you're going to, because what's for you is for you. What's for you is for you. And, and I'm now in this stage of life, I'm able to celebrate women. I'm able to see that, you know, we're stronger together than apart. I'm able to see that, you know, the gifts and talents that you, my dear friend have, you have blessed me so much. I have grown exponentially since my life and has interacted and crossed paths with yours. And that wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for my other friend, Sasha, um, who introduced us and then she is finishing out the month. So how perfect is that? But because she introduced us on a speaking engagement, you and I connected. So it was the networking. It was one woman reaching out to another woman to connect to like-minded women. And we've you know, we've been nonstop ever since. That's right. And that's, that's what it's about. The beauty of it mm -hmm. is when you do kind of find your tribe is what that yeah. new term is. Yeah. It's like people, I think we kind of gravitate to our kind. And it's so important that we recognize that because, you know, I'll just share this with you. On mm -hmm. the weekend, I was out with one of my friends. It was an amazing event. And this lady came up to me, Rhonda, and she was just really lovely. She said, oh, my gosh, you're just so beautiful. I love mm -hmm. your vibe. I love there was absolutely nothing attached to it. It was just the way she came, so mm -hmm. genuine and yeah. just so authentic. And I just said, thank you. You know, sometimes mm -hmm. we find it hard to receive compliments mm -hmm. and stuff like that, or even give them out. And it's important yeah. when people are so open to say, do you know what? I really like your shoes or your hair looks good. Or mm -hmm. you know what? That outfit you're wearing really suits you. It's important for us to be able to express that. And now we're moving, as you rightly said, into that space where we are becoming accepted mm -hmm. of, you know, our flaws and stuff like that. And mm -hmm. not so much kind of being so critiqued. There are some that, you know, they will follow right. the influencers that are going and doing all these surgical things. But I think us as women who really want to kind of promote, actually, it's what is in the inside. And I think mm -hmm. what's in the inside radiates on yeah. the outside. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, well, that's a great place. I know we got to take our first commercial break here shortly. So we're going to take a real fast break and um, get some uh, commercials out there, some sponsor information, and we're going to be right back. We're going to pick up this conversation. We're talking with Fiona Smalls live, small, live from London.
Have you subscribed yet to the free bi-monthly digital interactive ego magazine? No? Well, head on over to www.egoentertainmentnet.com to subscribe now. This magazine is all about supporting and showcasing excellence in communities everywhere. From music, arts and culture, relationships, education, politics, celebrities, food, and so much more. While you're flipping through the pages, just click on the buttons and social icons and you'll be taken to a whole other world behind the articles and ads. At Ego Entertainment, everyone is a star. There is something in it for everyone. And we hope you are positively impacted by what you see and will continue to support Ego Magazine. Track CBPD by Arulo. Hey, it's your girl, Lady J, and this is a special public service announcement. The Gallery Event Center of Indianapolis, Indiana is now an official partner. If you are a client of mine and you are in need of a venue to book your next event, then book with the Gallery Event Center today, who offers all-inclusive packages at extremely affordable prices. But wait, there's more. You are able to book custom all-inclusive packages that have been tailored exclusively for Lady J's clients. And yes, that includes the Ego Entertainment Network clients too. Connect with me today at LadyJ.co to receive your promo code and visit the Gallery Event Center located at 5852 East 82nd Street or call 317-534-6399 and visit their website at TheGalleryEventCenter.com. This has been a special public service announcement by Lady J. Love y'all. Deuces. Hey there, if you can hear my voice, this is Pamela, host of Hospital the Tea, here to remind you that Ego Entertainment Network has a lot for your business. Listen, honey, you need to get with it. Ego Entertainment offers various services, media coverage, red carpet services, promo interviews on air. They offer meet and greet services, honey, not to mention other event services. You want to get in gear. Ego Entertainment is empowered, greatness optimized. We're now booking and spots are going fast. Ego serves the United States and all event types, honey. So if you are opening a business, having a store opening, a restaurant opening, and you want some coverage, Ego Entertainment is the way to go. Call or text 317-886-0296 or go to egoentertainmentnet.com. And we are back. Thank you for our commercials. And I've got to also just go ahead and uh, say a uh, promo for my sponsor, Robert Delitis, uh, erptherapy.com. He is a um, certified alcohol and drug counselor, mental health professional, and he is one of our premier sponsors of Me Powered With Radio. And he's the co-author of Kill the Craving, which is his version of ERP therapy for substance abuse. So we are back with Fiona Small, live from London on International Women's Day. And uh, we're just getting acquainted a little bit with, you know, the theme and uh, women in general. Now, I do want to just touch on before we get into actually talking about the whole theme, 
You also were recently awarded, well, you've got several awards, business awards and stuff, but over there with the British network and everything, it just explain, uh, just share with us some of the recent awards you've gotten as a businesswoman and what you've been doing, because you speak all over and you are like uh, a mogul <laughs> with everything that you do. And you're an author and uh, you, you just do so many things. You wear so many hats. It's incredible. Thank you. So I recently was nominated for the Mother of Magnificent Awards. Um, last year was the Wise 100 Women in Enterprise Award, which was through NatWest, which is a bank over here. Um, we've won community awards as well. I also, it's interesting because I, as you know, I recently co-authored a book, Effective Ways mm -hmm. of How to Improve the Single Parent Experience. And a lot of the content from the book was based off of personal lived experiences. And that's also recently been put forward to a pro award as well, because we're fine. You know, what I'm finding is that people want solutions, especially mums. Mums are looking for hacks. They're looking for coping strategies. They're looking for people to really kind of share and open up, not just kind of share the pain, but also how have you navigated your way through? How else can they cope? So that's also one that's coming up as well. And, you know, one of the things with awards, they're, they're great for, I would say, you know, profile and leverage. But I, when I entered into kind of this space that I'm operating in, Rondo, if I'm to be totally honest with you, it was not about kind of the awards and the accolades. It was really, like I always tell people, it came from a place of pain. It came from a place of lived experience. Yeah. And I really was like focused and determined to try and help other mothers. And I always say this as well, what I created was something that I needed myself. Yes. And that's pretty much what I've done as well. And, and, you know, and, you know, they say, you know, necessity is the mother of invention. And, you know, when we go through things and we don't have that support, yeah. you, you know, a lot of times, you know, the pain that we go for, go through is our platform for something greater later, Absolutely. because you're blessed to get through it and get on the other side, but you yeah. can't forget where you came from. And yeah. I never forgot where I came from. And, you know, just like, I can tell you certain things about kids that I've already dealt with and different things that you have not yet experienced. All the different things that we go through, we come through them and we go through them so we can go back and pull somebody else out. Because yeah. here's the thing, as hard as it was when we were going through it, like I thought I was going to lose my mind so many times, Fiona. So many times I thought I was doing such a terrible job. I thought it was a total mess up, total failure. And yeah. now looking back at it, those were the times I was stronger than I thought. I was more resilient than I thought. And, um, I made a way because I had to, and now I can tell another person because when we feel when we're going through those things that we're mm -hmm. not strong, you coming out on the other side shows how strong you actually are. And here's the thing, the next woman or the next person that's coming through it, they may not be that strong. They may not be able to face that because you never know the state wow. somebody is in when you meet them. You never know how close on the edge they are and they may give up or they may take something or they may call it quits or they may do something to harm themselves or somebody else. So you're actually stronger than you think. So we go through all those things so that we can go back and pull somebody else through now that we have the blueprint of just a few things that worked for us. We're not saying I have the end all be all. Yeah, true. This is what worked for me. 
in that time. And, um, and it could be anything. Like I had a conversation with my daughter the other day and, um, I hope she doesn't get mad when I say this, but she was having a, um, how can I put this nicely? A pest problem in her house, which we all have had, you know, at different times in our lives, we've all had dive apartments or dive houses. And no matter what you do, if you're connected to somebody, you get visitors from your neighbor and stuff like that. And she's like, mom, I can't get rid of these. I'm, I'm calling, I'm calling. She's like, what did you do? Cause I don't remember that growing up. And I told my daughter, I said, this is what I did. Cause I couldn't afford pest control. Right. So what I did, I came up with a hack. I got, I got this great idea one day. Um, you know, the caulking guns that you like caulk up a bathtub with, you know, how yes, you put yes, yes. So I saw a caulking gun at the Dollar Tree. I was like, Oh, that's the, that's it. That's what I can do. So what I did is I got a caulking gun with the caulk and anywhere that I saw pests coming in as I was bringing up my kids, I just simply filled it up so they couldn't pass through the barrier and I never had to pay for pest control. And it was like something like that, that you do out of necessity. You don't think it would help somebody else, but it really, she's like, oh my God, mom, that's genius. <laughs> Brilliant. I mean, you just had to be. Well, I'm tired of this. And you know what, as well, we are more resourceful and mm -hmm. solution orientated than we actually give ourselves credit for. Yeah. And it's more important to recognize that, you know, when people are going through stuff. So I, I had a call this morning from a mum. She, she was in tears, Rhonda, absolute mm -hmm. tears, living in overcrowded accommodation with her she's got three boys okay. and she's had to give up her bedroom she's sharing with her younger one in the bedroom they don't have space and you know her mental health right now is not doing and she said I'm tired of being the strong one I'm tired of people looking at me for mm -hmm. everything she goes I am struggling and she said you know what was really touching because her she's got a middle one who's a teenager and she's really concerned about you know raising three black boys in inner city London. Mm -hmm. The younger one, she said, because he doesn't have his own space, she said he's been going in the bathroom to mm -hmm. play, just to, to have somewhere mm -hmm. for him to be just a yeah. quiet space. Yeah. She said he's been biting his skin, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Quite anxious and stuff like that. And I really encouraged her and I said, look, because we, we also support mums with housing. We provide like mm -hmm. advocacy letters. Right. We write to counsellors. We've been really, because housing especially during lockdown you see during mm -hmm. lockdown in the height of the pandemic oh, yeah the inquiries that were coming through the mm -hmm. website the mums that were saying look I cannot cope I yeah. a lot of them that had to be doing the homeschooling they didn't have mm -hmm. access to you know many devices or tablets and laptops mm -hmm. they were like I'm not a teacher I don't right. know how my teacher my child's teacher teaches my child I don't I don't understand this like I need some help so we created mm -hmm. like real great forums I mean Clubhouse at the time was like a great platform for us mm -hmm. to really connect with mothers across the globe there's times when we had like over 300 mums in a room and were they wow. about stuff lockdown yeah. I needed yeah. adult conversation I just need to get right. away from my kids and yeah. I'm saying this to say that and even the hacks so bringing it back to what you've just shared the amount of things that people were able to share and even that mum mm -hmm. I just mentioned who called um this morning 
you know, I was really able to encourage her and just say, look, this is just a season and a period of your life. You are, not, she said, I feel, she keeps saying that she feels like a failure. She feels mm -hmm. like she's letting it down. You know, mm -hmm. she doesn't want to be living like this. And um, it just really made me think that, you know what, when you do feel like sometimes you've got your own stuff going on, just remember that there is somebody out there mm -hmm. going through a whole host of things. And we've mm -hmm. all got something to share under. We've all oh, got yeah. something to impart, whether it's just a word of encouragement, whether it's a hack mm -hmm. like to share to kind of get rid of uninvited, you right. know, whether it's just trying to just say, look, mm -hmm. it will be okay, you mm -hmm. know, it's going yeah. to be okay. Yeah, and and it just the the uh, presence, the aspect of presence of having another person present that is going to listen to you. Because I remember so many times the walls closing in, and yeah, you just you can't breathe. And especially now with the last two years with the pandemic, um, they everybody's been under so much more pressure and stress that um, yeah, it's 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 been a lot harder than normal, yeah. um, you know, so it's good when we can come together. Yeah. It's just the icing on the cake. Yeah. When you think about it, Wonder, <laughs> we haven't even seen the true effects oh, of no. this pandemic. We've had babies that were born during the height of pandemic. The only people they saw was yeah. their household coming outside into the real world was like, Oh right. my gosh, there's more people than yeah. who I know in my yeah. own home. There's babies that literally are so frightened of faces and mm -hmm. you know, the anxiety that's right. really been created. So there's a lot of work to do. And this is why support is really required. And if ever, you know, our organization has become relevant, no, mm -hmm. none of us could have foreseen COVID coming. Oh, it's yeah. Now, you know, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And just creating that network, you know, uh, with other women and other resources. And if I don't have something, I know you have something and I've got women and friends all over the country. So it's just, it's amazing to know that <clears throat> when you support these organizations or you just give of your time or you just give a, a word of encouragement or you speak that you're affecting women across the entire country. That was the thing with last year when I saw when we did our <clears throat> summit, when we had all those women from different countries, the most beautiful thing was, do you remember um, at the end, we realized that <clears throat> all of us from all different countries, speaking different languages, believing in different gods and worshiping different things. None of that mattered because all of us, we hurt at the same level in our hearts and we were all struggling with the same thing on some level, way, shape or form. That's yeah. what we had in common. And so we could put down all of our biases we could put down all of our choices and we celebrated each other and nobody made anybody feel bad we celebrated and we allowed everybody to be who they were a hundred percent in what they were and, and it was beautiful and it was it just worked and uh, we need more of that yeah absolutely and what was even more funny i i remember when um we had finished the the we were online obviously on the stream yard and then everybody just kind of relaxed and then we were yep. this is how i wanted you to be when we were like why were you not doing <laughs> yeah because everybody was prim and proper yeah. and Charles was like look loosen like, up boy. your bra yeah <laughs> That was so hilarious. And, it, and it's so true because, you know, 
And especially as women, don't we do that all the time? We play to appease people. We play to present instead of just being like, ah, you know what? My bra is bothering. Do y'all mind if I unhook this? You know, it's like we, and, it, and it's just like, you just go into this automatic thing mm. because we have, have been molded and shaped by society of what you have to be to be a lady, what you have to be to be respected, what you have to be to be taken seriously to where, you know, we, we've got that, not front, but we've got that facade up because we just go into automatic. But then when it was all over, everybody when everybody truly connected. And those were the greatest pictures at the end of that. And we were making faces. It's interesting you say that because even I was out with my sister on Saturday and she was just like, look, I've got to take this waist trainer off because it's digging me. And she just pulled it. It's it's still in my car at the moment. She (laughs) forgot to take it out of my car. But you're right. There is this, I'm not sure what it is about that kind of, I wouldn't even call it conformity. I would call it that societal pressure social norm yeah yeah you know we're living in this selfie generation we're living in this kind of filter generation everything is good you know nobody is truly wanting to kind of just showcase their raw authenticity and when you do you feel like you're going to be judged for it when what people are actually looking for is authenticity yep authenticity yeah I don't believe that we should kind of cover up and wear masks because I think the when you do that you will be exposed because there's only so much you can wear a mask there's only so much Absolutely. you can wear and Absolutely. you will you'll expose yourself that mask will have yeah. to come off at some point oh, yeah you, absolutely so yeah absolutely <clears throat> Robert just um checked in and said nice job ladies I'm my sponsor Robert Deletis and so we'll say hello to Robert Deletis and um thank you for watching uh, but yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Um, mm-hmm. Now let's um, let's shift real quick because we're already, you know how quickly our time always goes when we get together and talk. Yeah, um, so let's talk about um, the theme of women's, of International Women's History Today and why it's important to discuss breaking the bias. Because mm-hmm. yes, the gentleman who made the comment about more men are killed in wars. Well, I would beg to, di- well, we could get into a whole discussion because the number of women killed in domestic violence surpasses wars, you know? So yeah, we're not going to cut hairs there, but, um, but the essence of what we're talking about is as women. Okay. Fiona, you are a very successful businesswoman, business owner, corporate guru, speaker, leader, teacher, author. Um, you're on the British network TV and, but yet, are you paid the same as, say, Dr. Solomon to do yeah. the same thing? Well, that's the question, isn't it? It's like, I think the stats show that there's, uh, in the pay gap, it's mm-hmm. women are paid, is it 34% less? I mean, yeah. it's it's huge. So and there is still okay. a long way to go. And I think when we're looking at gender biases, one of the things that when I think about breaking the bias, I also believe that we need to bring it home a bit as well because I had to shine the light on my own self and think why am I always so I've got obviously a son and a daughter and I'm like why am I always telling my daughter to be the one to you know put the clothes away you know wash up the dishes hoover up the floor peel Mm -hmm. the potato whatever it is and I've my son 
which we, we often do as mothers, that the boys can kind of get away with a lot. So even when we're thinking mm -hmm. about the gender biases, let's not even start with the workplace first, because we've got to look and put the reflection on ourselves in yeah. how are we even dealing with it in our own homes? You know, are we getting the girls to do majority of the chores and the households and the domesticated stuff? Mm -hmm. And our boys, what are they doing? Are they putting their feet up? So down the line when they, you know, kind of enter into relationships and meet a young lady, I, I, I said this on the forum before, is I don't want um, when my son decides to fly the nest and then his lady says to him, your mum really spoilt you. You know, I want him to know. <laughs> how to put yeah. the darks with the darks and the whites with the whites and the colors with the colors and wash up and put things away, mm. not wait for somebody to be waited on. And I think right. if we look at the biases, we we have to reflect it on ourselves. And this isn't our fault. This is something when we think about what the storybooks told us, but they, mm -hmm. they, they think about the fairy tales, all yeah. of us as little girls, we we really believed in the prince. You know, we kissed a few frogs and realized they right. haven't. We they were conditioned to be rescued. Yeah, we were conditioned to wait for That's our prince, our knight in shining armor. We had to be pretty and sweet. And you're exactly yeah. right. And <clears throat> we do have to start at home because yeah. I've got boys and girls. And mm -hmm. one thing that I definitely did, and uh, and I'm not going to say I got it right 100% of the time because I did not, yeah. but I did make an effort to teach everybody how to cook, to teach yeah. everybody how to change the oil in their car. Um, and in my situation, uh, when I got divorced, um, their father wasn't there. So my boys were going into sports. I was the one showing them how to throw a football. I was the one taking them to camp and, and, and I'm not to camp to practice and stuff. And, and I didn't know what to do. Um, but I did know to get them connected to other men because I couldn't, there were certain things I, I could not teach them that I wanted to make sure that they had, but I I've got to honestly say that, yeah, I do. I did <clears throat> have a little bit of a bias myself too. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and that comes from social norms and cultural norms and, religious norms and you know you don't want to go against your family and and everything and like I've got a grandson right now who loves to cook and he's just <clears throat> wonderful he loves to cook he plays tennis he does all this and you know and who's to say that's not masculine you know and it's so we, we have to get away from those yeah. titles and you know they could wear I mean whatever they want to wear but um you know they have to decide they got to define who they are because I, I did finally learn with my children to say hey you know what at the end of the day I'm going to show you the things that I believe are right and wrong but this is your life and it, you're meant to live it on your terms so whatever you decide to do I'm supportive I don't care if you straight gay bi transgender cisgender I don't care Whatever makes you, I don't care what you believe or whatever, you're my child and I'm going to love you. There's nothing you could ever do that I'm ever going to stop loving you. And I will never throw you away. I will never give up on you because you are a gift to me. And so a lot of times I try to force my kids to do a certain thing my way yeah. and it never worked. And then when I finally stepped back and I was like, okay, 
Let me find out what their strengths are. Let me find out what their likes are because each one is created for something specific that has nothing to do with me. They all have their own gifts. They all have their own talents. They all have their own destinies. They all have different personalities and different things to do in this world. And I cannot say to any of them, you can't do this or this would be better for you to do this. They have to figure that out and find that journey on their own. Yeah, they're on their own path. And it's funny because one of our, our young mums that was at a session last week, she was actually sharing that she bought her little boy uh, a kitchen. And the dad was like, why have you bought him a kitchen? <laughs> She's like, because there's a kitchen in everyone's house and he's going to have what? to learn. And he wanted one. Um, mm -hmm. I remember even one of my friends, like, you know, um, toddlers, they're so, especially boys, when because obviously we buy the girls the buggies, don't we? We buy the girls the kitchen stuff and the aprons and all of the princess dresses. And my friend's son wanted a buggy and he just really, is, he, he obviously he, he loves footballs and all that. He's very a boy boy, but he wanted a buggy. So his mum bought him a buggy and a baby, you know. Okay. And, and he loved his buggy and his baby. All right, all right. And that's good because it teaches him to care for children, you know, which he's going to have someday, nine times out of ten. Yeah, yeah. So, it, yeah. It nurture, but, you know, I think those biases, I think we also, you know, we will champion, oh, workplace this and equality and, you know, pay, gender pay gap and all of this stuff. But we've got a big gender gap in our own homes. We've right. got the, the girls doing the majority of the right. chores and all of that. We, right. We've got to balance this thing out. Do you know what right. I mean? If you're going to be really saying, actually, break the bias, then it comes from. And at the end of the day, you've got to realize that these are things that take time. These are structures mm -hmm. that have been put into place. These are concepts. These are things that has mm -hmm. been instilled and entrenched. And yeah. I'm sure when we all were growing up, who was the majority of the ones in the kitchen? Who were the ones that were laying the table and saying, where were the, you know, I've, I'm, there's two, there's three of us. My brother sits in the middle. I'm the eldest. And then my younger sister, even Sunday's dinner at mum's, it will be me and my sister and my mum in the kitchen. Then right. my brother will just rock up and come and sit down. It's like, admittedly, he does wash up and he's very domesticated, but I would say that is there a balance? Are we breaking mm -hmm. the biases there? What right. is that also showcasing to the children when they observe and see that and see, right. oh, well, people just, you know, and even I was mentioning um, earlier that for us who are the heads of our, our households and we have children that we're raising, there isn't a, a balance because there isn't a male in the home. Mm -hmm. Right. So you are the head of the home. You, you're forced to wear both hats. Yeah. Mother wear. and father. Yep. Yep. And it's easy yeah. to think that like this afternoon, mm -hmm. it was a bright day. I didn't want my son on the device because I think, you know, I'm trying to like monitor screen time and just give mm -hmm. him a break from just the game at times. Right. It was a, it was a lovely afternoon. So I decided to take him and his, his friend to the park. He's got an e-scooter and they were riding around. They took the football. And then part of me was, gonna say oh you know should I actually call my brother to say, and I thought no actually Fiona you can you can do it like mm -hmm. I don't yeah. need to have do you understand what I'm saying and yeah. we can get like caught up on what's not there and and is there a, a, a male balance and right. all of that stuff and you just think to yourself you've got to think about actually what is it within us that we can do yeah um because what's going on at the moment when we do look at the inequality and the, the the gap between male and female. We we've seen what's going on in the world. I always say this that if we were seated at higher tables mm -hmm. around the world leaders, mm -hmm. 
-hmm. I know there'd be a nice little balance going on and a lot of the devastation and stuff that we're hearing about, I believe that we would have found a better way mm -hmm. of finding solutions to the ones that they have decided to yeah. create. Yeah, I would agree. And, you know, um, and we're not saying that because like going back to that one comment, um, you know, that was given about just the, the, the theme tonight. Um, we're not saying that, you know, women want to be able to do every single thing exactly the same as a man does or that we're physically as strong. We're not saying that, that, you know, because like I, myself, I, I, I believe in roles. I believe in, you know, but I don't believe in gender specified roles. Like whoever is better at the checking account should be in charge of the checking account. Whoever is the better cook, should be cooking, <laughs> whoever, you know, so it's not based on gender, but right. I do believe we need to take specific roles and we work together. Mm -hmm. We're not saying that when we say break the bias and, you know, gender equality, like we want to be able to do every single thing that a man does exactly the same way. No, we're not talking about that. And that's where people, they're very closed minded and they're very narrow minded when they say things like that, because it's so much bigger than that. It's like exactly what you said. It goes into our own homes. How are we, what are the preconceived notions that we have from society, the societal norms that we are instilling that we have never questioned, that we just took as automatic because that's how we were raised and we never challenged it. Yeah. And yet our children are having different interests or different things that don't fit the societal norm. Well, how do we support this now? And yes. does that mean there's something wrong with them? No, absolutely not. There is nothing wrong with your child. There's not whatever they want to do, whoever they want to be, whoever they want to identify as cool. It, it has nothing to do with you. And I think a lot of times we make the mistake as parents, especially mother. Well, I, I'm not going to say especially mother. Let me re retract that. As parents, a lot of times, if our children go a certain way, if we really want to get down to the truth of it, because I say this to my clients all the time. I had a client come in and she was all upset that her daughter was, um, you know, transgender and wanted to switch. And I'm like, why are you upset? She's like, well, because, and she was giving me all these reasons. She's like, well, she doesn't even want me to call her my little girl anymore. She's like, I can't even refer to her as she. I said, no, you should, you need to say they. Or at, and she's like, but I don't understand that. And I said, well, you know, the, the terminology is, I said, just ask your daughter what she prefers. I said, because at the end of the day, and I asked her specifically, I said, how much of this has to do with you and how you look as a parent? Are you now interpreting this that you will have failed as a parent or that this is somehow a reflection of your parenting? Because if that's the case, then your views are 100% selfish. They're not even around your daughter and supporting her the best way for however she wants to be. Yeah, I think for people who, you know, that's their reality, I, I will kind of not comment on that just because... Right. I believe that, you know, we are born how we're born. And mm -hmm. I do believe that, you know, we are living in a society where it's going to get extremely confusing. Um, yeah. It already is. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure, like, how far you can take things. And I think that's where I, that's where I'll leave. <laughs> okay. okay, fair enough, fair Just enough. But the, the, the whole thing was, was making it about her, not about yeah. her daughter, you know, yeah. that was the thing that I had to show her. Mm. And, you know, and I was like, you know, 
remove you out of the situation. Let's focus on your daughter. What would be the best way you could support your daughter? But you know? you're calling her a daughter, but you've just told the mother not to identify as a as yeah. a daughter. So you 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 how does she identify then? So right. just need a confusion. Right. I mean, you're you're referring to her, but she doesn't want to be referred to as a daughter. Right. Right. So. That's what right. I'm saying. We're living in a time where you're going to be able to, you know, you can't, even when you're filling out forms, or, I mean, what's your passport going to look like, your documentation, like, where are we going with this? It, 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 it can get very, you know, where it, are we get, going? It can get very big and broad. You're absolutely yeah. right. Where um, are we going, you know? And I just think, we, we confused enough. <laughs> like, right. right. Um, <laughs> You are absolutely right. But, you know, just on the topic that we're, you know, discussing about, about breaking the biases, you know, I believe we've brought up some great um, thoughts of reflection today, you know, to how are we contributing to the biases in our own home? I think that's critical, Fiona. And I think that's a great, great way because, you know, rather than looking outward now, and then you can go further into the workplace communities and all of this stuff, but what are we doing in our own homes? Because it starts at home. And then once you get that together, you know, and then you're going out to the workplace. I mean, it is true. I mean, women are paid less. Okay. Um, a lot of times, and, but there's a lot of companies that are, you know, starting to promote women a lot more, put a lot more women in upper management. Um, and that's, that's changing, which is great. So there's a lot of things that are happening that are wonderful, but we do still have a long way to go. Absolutely. And, um, you know, so I'm, I've really enjoyed talking. Um, I think we got to take another break. Um, yeah, I think we got to take another commercial break. And then when we come back, we'll get uh, how do people follow you and contact you on social media. And we'll uh, no, we're not taking a break. Okay, never mind. We're not taking another break. All right, so let's just keep it moving. Okay, wonderful thing about live TV. Um, mm -hmm. All right, so Fiona, how do people follow you on social media? So you can follow me on Instagram. It's at Fiona Smalls. You can follow me on Facebook. It's Fiona Small. Um, my website is www.fionasmall.co.uk. The Young Mum Support Network is ymsn.co.uk. That's Young Mum Support Network, all abbreviated. And if you Google me, I hate saying that, but if you Google me a lot, <laughs> you'll find me. I'm, I'm findable and reachable. But on <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Uh, no, but for being such a vocal person. And do you know what I was going to say with regards to even where we're at um, pay-wise? You know, we as women now are becoming so innovative and creative. And with technology at our fingertips, there mm -hmm. is, we've got so much accessibility. And there was a lady actually on the forum I was on just before, and she's got like, three businesses she's got her job she's got three children you know like you're listening to her and then she says that people always say to her like you know how do you do it she's mm -hmm. she actually said that she decided what she wanted her salary to look like mm -hmm. what she wanted to kind of bring to the world and I think what we've also got to recognize because sometimes it it because of how society have got you know remember mums were the ones or women were the ones to be at home and to take maternity leave and look after the children and the men would go out to work but then if you are in a position where it is you raising your children and you do want a quality of life and you do want to do stuff I really want to encourage women to kind of in terms of breaking your own biases and right. thinking, actually I need because I haven't got a man or I haven't got a husband I'm not able own. to do yeah. Yeah, like exactly. create that path blaze yep. your own yep. trail and just yep. get things done because 
we can do it. We really can do it. Connect with people who are like-minded. Start going to networking events. Start building that business, writing that business plan, finding investors, pitching to yourself, you know, practice in the mirror because do you know something? I really believe that the, the times that we're living in now, like, would you believe what last week there's a guy that I used to actually go to school with? He's just signed one billion euro deal. Wow, one. that's wonderful. I, to, to say that I went to school with someone who's yeah. now a billionaire, not a millionaire, a billionaire. That's like, wonderful. That's, yeah. that's that, that's wonderful. And and we can do that. We can create our own destiny. Um, thank you so much, Fiona. Um, I know we got to wrap up right now, but, um, you know, uh, just winding down with exactly what you said, you know, we are in a great position right now, the best position of our lives where instead of thinking about well, hey, um, you can focus on, I always say perspective is everything. You can focus on, well, I don't get paid as much, or you can create your own destiny. You can create your own pathway. You've done it. I'm doing it. And, Mm -hmm. you know, um, I've got speaking engagements coming up uh, in August. We have the re-up conference coming up in Indianapolis, which we'll be at with Lady J. And um, I've got a workbook that's coming out that's going to be released soon. Um, And then May 7th, I'm having my very first event uh, the day before Mother's Day, actually, and there's gonna I'm gonna have a flyer coming out soon, which is gonna be a brunch, and it's gonna be exciting. It's gonna be wonderful. So you guys are gonna be hearing about that, you know, as well. But um, I want to speak to that woman real fast that thinks that you know the walls are closing in and thinks that there's no way to go and you can't create anything. Let me just let you know. You are stronger than you think. You're braver than you know. And everything you need is already inside of you. You got it in you. You just got to get it out of you. And once you start, once you dig your heels in and start, wonderful things happen. You got this, girl. Beautiful. We celebrate you. Happy International Women's Day. Next week, we have Virginia Hodges. She's an international businesswoman. She's got a business in Italy. Oh my God, I can't wait. So thank you, Fiona, for being my guest tonight. Okay no from London. Everybody, make sure you share this. If you want to be a guest on the show, send an email to me powered with Rhonda at gmail.com. Have a great night, everybody.